Have you ever wondered what librarians really do all day? Why does a person choose to become a librarian? Learn the answers to these questions and more on Library Life. My name is Lisa. I'm a youth librarian at the Westerville Public Library. We'll go behind the scenes and talk to librarians to see what they do to make all of that library magic happen. I'm your guide through the looking glass. So close your eyes, open your ears, and listen. Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is Lisa, your host of Library Life, and welcome to another episode. I am here with Rachelle. She is a former Westerville Library employee, a current Westerville Library intern, and she also works at the Pickerington Library. Can you say hello and tell everyone what you do? Hi, everyone. I work at the Pickerington Public Library as a customer service leader, and that basically means that I run a lot of the circulation tasks and do customer service assistance, pull books for shipping to other libraries and for putting things on hold, and just generally kind of being a jack-of-all-trades. <laughs> and then at the Westerville Library, Lisa mentioned I'm an intern in the youth department, and I'm learning to do programming and working on some weeding in the graphic novel section and just generally kind of getting my hands into the librarian side. And you are doing an internship because it's part of getting your master's degree, correct? Correct. I did that as well. <laughs> so how long have you been with the Westerville Library, both with your internship and when you worked here in the customer service department? Yeah, so I actually worked at the Westerville Library from March 2019 to March 2020, so exactly a year um, before I got my current position at Pickerington. And then I began my internship just this past January, so been a year and three months total that I've been at Westerville. It's kind of nice because you that you get to come back and you know work in a different department and try out new things. And I don't know if you could have done that while you were working here. Yeah, definitely. I think it would have been fun to have done that while I was at Westerville, especially you know getting to work in the other departments with because everybody's so great in every department. But it's been nice to come to another library and kind of see what a smaller library looks like from operations standpoint. And then going back to Westerville and kind of getting my hands in over there. And you also work with a former Westerville employee, Ashley, at the Pickerington Library. Yeah, I do. She's actually my manager. <laughs> she was my desk partner. She sat at the desk right next to me. Oh, awesome. So you're currently in library school. What made you want to become a librarian and work in libraries? That's a great question. I've always loved reading and book, and I went to the library a lot as a kid, but I was actually working at Barnes & Noble when one of the other employees mentioned that they were applying to library school, and this kind of sparked my interest because it wasn't something that I had considered before. You know, a lot of people don't think that you need a master's degree to be a librarian, but from that, it took about three, maybe four years before I decided that I, that's something I actually wanted to pursue. And the same thing with me, because that's exactly what I was doing when I decided <laughs> I wanted to be a librarian. I thought beforehand, I mean, I was I had taught beforehand, but I thought I actually wanted to go into create, like, get a master's degree in writing. But then mm. I decided that I uh, would not make any money doing that, and it was mm. unrealistic. And I was like, what else could I do? And I was like, well, I do like books and people. <laughs> it would have been fun to be a writer, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I think librarianship is a much more stable path for me. <laughs> yes, definitely. And what past jobs have helped you in your current position? Barnes & Noble definitely, I think, would be the one that I say has helped the most. And it's definitely the most relatable as far as skill translation. The big difference, of course, is that 
Barnes Noble has a selling focus, whereas now I can just encourage patrons to take books home. And, you know, of course, there's a limit as to how many they can take, but it's a pretty high limit. So encouraging them is always fun. I've worked at several retail stores, and each has probably helped in its own way between managing customers and other employees and just the general customer service aspects that you learn. But I would say that they each provided me with the confidence to do my job well and to effectively serve the community. My career at Barnes Noble was especially helpful in teaching me ways to build relationships and to establish connections within the community. And it also afforded me many learning opportunities. So especially like familiarizing myself with purchase orders, bulk ordering, and just generally being able to identify those key book series and authors, especially in youth, like teen and children's. Yeah, it is really nice to be able to, at least when I worked at Barnes & Noble, you know, that everything new comes like, you know, what's the Tuesday release date? Here's your latest copy of <laughs> Jordan or brand new authors you never have experienced before. Yeah. Getting to see those and experience them and learn about them with other people and share them with customers and coworkers and learn, discover them with from customers and coworkers, and that's definitely something I think that's translatable to librarianship. Actually, even more so sometimes with Barnes & Noble, because I know, at least in the youth departments, a lot of times all the brand new books are checked out before Mm -hmm. they even, like, you know, get released, so they're already on hold, so sometimes I don't even see them for months after they, they come out. Yeah, that's very true. And what is your goal after completing your MLIS, which is master's degree for those of you who don't know the acronym? And it's coming up, too, and I can't wait. (laughs) I bet. (laughs) So my goal right now, I guess, is just to explore the available career opportunities. You know, I'm, of course, looking, since that is coming up in May, and just seeing what potential positions are out there. And this has been a pretty good time for checking things out, because a lot of libraries are coming out of their hiring freezes that were, of course, put in place last year at the beginning of the pandemic. So... I don't really have specific expectations right now, but I do want to be able to find a librarian role at a library where I see growth opportunities and the ability to really connect with the community. Yeah, that's great. Now, if you had like your ideal choice, like would you want to be in youth or you don't care? I would say that I don't care. I like working both sides of it. One day I see myself as a teen librarian because I feel like there are a lot of opportunities to establish or grow a library's relationship with this age group. And it's such a critical time in their lives. But my ideal job would just encompass a variety of things like programming and collection development and general library duties. And from what I've seen, many many roles are like that. But there are, of course, some that are not, depending on the size of the library. Yes. I would say the smaller the library, the more you do. And yeah. the larger the <laughs> library, the more specific your role is. Yes. All right. So anything else you want to share about your library life? Not specifically. I would say if it's, you know, if there's something that you want to do to ask and see and try it. Yes, that is the best thing to do. And I think that, you know, especially if you're younger, I would say of high school age, and you have any interest in working at any aspect of the library, volunteer, you know, even if you're just shelving books, you can observe what's going around and know what's happening. I think it's a common misconception that librarians read all day, and that is certainly not the case. (laughs) We sure wish we did, but we do enjoy everything else we do. (laughs) And like some days I'm like, man, if I could read for two minutes. Yes. I'm like, I'm so busy that, you know, it's crazy. And if you're older than high school age, you can absolutely volunteer or, you know, 
look at the curriculums of different school lanes and see if it's something that interests you. Talk to librarians. I would say it's my personal experience that the majority of librarians are extremely friendly and love people and want to share any kind of information that you are desiring. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for sharing kind of your library story, your continuing library story, because hopefully it'll be advancing soon. But we add every episode of Library Life with a book recommendation. So what book would you like to share with us today? Yeah, this was a tough one because there are so many good books out there right now. But Victoria Schwab, or B.E. Schwab as she's known as her adult pin name, she is one of my favorite authors, and she had a new book come out called The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. And usually she writes a series, but this was a standalone book and fantasy, of course, and I highly recommend that one. I love her. I have not read that in her new book, but I've read almost everything else that she's written, and I don't think she has a bad story out there. Yeah, I agree. And she writes for all ages. She writes, well, I guess not for little, little kids, but she writes for like, you know, fourth grade and up. (laughs) So, all right. Well, thank you for your time. And thank you all for listening to Rochelle and I talk about her library origin story. And have a wonderful day. Bye. Thank you.